with your guts. I'm back. You're drunk. Well, well, sure, I'm drunk. You'll be interested. You are now listening to Mike Check, and we're live. Welcome back to Mike Check, everyone. I'm Josh Rodriguez, and I'm joined here with Kevin Clash. Oh, name? Kevin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm doing, man. I'm doing great. I appreciate it. How are you today, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sensing a little sarcasm. We gotta let everyone know. Uh, we've restarted this recording. Probably, I don't even know it. Three point, times. Five, six, yeah, three times. All right, three official times, and we could not get our audio channeling laid out correctly. The gears then, were grinding. Yep. And uh, I guess learning was not occurring either uh. for either one of us. But now, now we we're here. And we're we here. We live. And today this we got is... some really good stuff to talk about. Yeah, for episode 11. 10. Episode 10. 10. EP 10. Wow, that's crazy. What are we that's talking about? wild, man. Journalism, man. Oh. Journalism. What is journalism? Exactly, man. It's a great question to pose. <laughs> we need to paint a beautiful picture uh-huh. for our audience, for you listening out there. Um, so yeah, real real quick, I'll, I'll define journalism for us and just get us rolling. You cool with that? Sure, man. Yeah, so journalism. Let's take a crack at it. Uh, it's the activity or profession of writing for newspapers, magazines, or news websites, or preparing mm. news to be broadcast. Mm. And it's uh, the production and distribution of reports on recent events. And what's really cool is because of the the cool thing that we have today, the internet, it's mm. entered several or various mediums. So before we recognize it as just seeing it on the television, um, hearing it on the radio, but now we have it on the internet and it comes in various forms, uh, TV, uh, TV host, mm. Uh, podcast uh, you can hear it on or you can see it on Netflix now so you can stream it uh, all these all these ways that we can get information right at our fingertips I think the interesting part that you said is recent news or recent topics being broadcasted and Ooh. the large message there is as long as you say something that happened recently and you broadcast it, makes Uh it news. So what's been happening in the last few decades is we've been getting away from what we should hear and things we haven't heard about yet and being educated on that that subject or topic. Instead, we're being told about things we already know about and we're being informed about things that we want to be informed of but if we know that we want to be informed on something that means we know about the topic already Mm -hmm. so it's not news if you know about it so if we're getting news about things that happened yesterday that is an ongoing thing or it's some popular Topics such as a music festival or um, Mm -hmm. not even a music festival. Um, hmm, What's a good example? Let's say Kardashians, right? They've been around for decades. Uh, Been around since the OJ trial. Uh They've been around since 
the keeping up with Kardashians, the TV show, the reality show with Kanye West and him getting involved. Mm. This is not news. Hearing about Kim Kardashian is not news. It's just like an entertainment update. This is like E! Weekly TV show. You know, this mm, is yeah. what's new on the runway at the at the Grammys. It's not news. That's entertainment. So like for us, our podcast isn't necessarily news. This is more of a talk show than news, I'd say. Right. Yeah, we uh, sometimes we post questions and sometimes we're just having a conversation. Yeah. So and I think sometimes people... we bring up current events and then sometimes we just talk about the past. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So I think the whole thing about about news is that you can have newsworthy material about scenarios that have been going on for even decades. Another example of the Iraq war has been going on um, for many years now, uh -huh. the longest um, campaign or whatever, uh -huh. uh, even longer than, than Vietnam. But there are still things to come out of the Iraq war that are still newsworthy. Um, something that might not be news is an article saying um, this war sucks and this war is insert, you know, positive or negative opinion about the war there. What news would be is recently there was this base that was attacked or there is this, you know, ambassador to mm -hmm. X country who was targeted. That is news. What is not yeah. news is or we just had this a war sucks death there. Yeah, big, right. a recent death. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, I was having a conversation with my dad a few weeks ago, and he was he was just going to uh, he's going to the store to pick up some uh, some groceries, some ice cream, and some wine for dinner. And uh, he was driving into the parking lot, and there's this guy who rear-ended him almost, and he was on his tail the whole time. So my dad was getting frustrated. He's like, "This mf and guy, like why, like why are you in such a hurry to?" No, whatever just let me get my it's wine york, let me get man. my ice cream yes yeah, new york exactly <laughs> so my dad normally he's he's like normally i don't yell at anyone he's, but he's like this just specifically this guy you know there's no traffic there's no nothing and he's in such a rush he's like i just mm -hmm. want to yell at him be like what are you in such a hurry over what is going on i'm gonna really really back in a second so he ends up not saying anything to him because he realizes he's going to the same place and he doesn't want it to be awkward so he goes in there i think it was baskin robbins and um, he's just sitting there in line and just talks to me. He's like, hey, man, uh, how's it going? And uh, he responds. He's like, oh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm I'm a little little down, but uh, I just came back from uh, I think he just got back from Afghanistan or no, he was in Okinawa. He said he said my my brother was blown up in Afghanistan. And I had to ID his body in Okinawa. And uh, my dad was like, you know, in his mind, he's like, I was just about to yell at this guy and tell him he's a, you know, asshole for tailgating me and yada, yada. But the news aspect in that is there's still people, you know, being killed in line of fire in combat zones in Afghanistan. Um, there's still news there of 
the process of, of what even happens, you know, after there is a death, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, but also that it's a war that's continuing. It's active. There are policies that are going out to affect the war and there are policies going out to continue the war or, you know, dampen the the activity of it. Either we're pulling back or we're not. But I think that piece there is newsworthy in itself. Um, right. So sometimes, yeah, it's, it's hard to tell a difference. But <clears throat> with that story, I think the essence is every story should have a message and evoke some sort of emotion, but also teach you something. And what my dad learned is, wow, there's still real effects from this war. People are being affected and mm -hmm. people in my neighborhood. This guy lived in the same town and I probably mm -hmm. even went to school with him and didn't know. That's news to me. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's uh, what's happening right now, you brought up a good point, the difference in uh, reporting news versus uh, reporting news in, for the sake of entertainment. So um, just from some the research that I uh, conducted, I found on American Press Institute, like the difference between a good story and a great story, right? And then what, what, what you just mentioned, uh, things that make uh, stories newsworthy, mm -hmm. right? And specifically in that uh, it's the responsibility of a journalist to conduct research, use verification, and then tell a story. And uh, there was, who was it? There was um, a lady that was awarded, uh, her name's Nina Totenberg, um, a journalist that was <clears throat> awarded uh, by NPR uh, for her legal affairs correspondent actions. And uh, her quote is that journalists are witnesses to history. So in remem in remembering that when you're sharing a story, a great message, um, that you do exactly what you just said. You, you have a message to share to the people and it's not just for the sake of drilling, drilling specific, uh, I guess, ideologies or specific uh events over and over into our head because that's what we're seeing a lot with um with journalism within media mm -hmm. it's hey this is a this is a hot topic so let's just keep on talking about this over and over again and then it's missing what you just said which is hey what about what's going on because we're not looking at the broader picture of things and just covering news for the sake of right. covering news and who's being affected be and why does it matter? Exactly. And there's implications to all that, right? A lot of this and, news mm -hmm. that we're hearing, it really doesn't affect us. And it, uh, a lot of it doesn't matter in the sense of how does this either impact me? How does it impact my community? And also why do I need to know this? And why is this significant? Is what I'm reading and is what this author is writing significant for a cultural reason, for, um, I guess, um, world affairs issue mm -hmm. or international affairs? Um, is it political? And if mm -hmm. it is political, um, is this just kind of rhetoric? Is this yeah. an opinion piece? Mm -hmm. Like what's, what's the point? Do you watch your local news, Kevin? I do not. Hmm. And so 
Mm. I've seen, like for me personally, I've seen a, a, a huge, <laughs> a huge, <laughs> a huge difference in, um, or a noticeable, a noticeable difference in local news versus mainstream media and the fact mm-hmm. that it's mainstream media you just pointed out it's usually politically uh, uh politically oriented so there's ideology involved in mainstream uh, media and that's what people are atypically watching these days more than their local media because local media is it's broadcasted what like in the morning once and then in the, at night right. so it has like a morning report and then an evening report I don't know if they have like a midday. Yeah, I mean, I, also so, with local news, a lot is on rerun anyways. It's just filling the yeah, space. Right. Um, <clears throat> do you th- do you think that media is having a tough time finding what's relevant, or are they choosing to just um, they're choosing to just hit the same topics over and over again for specific reason for you mean uh, specific- local news specifically? No, 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 no. I'm talking now. I'm going back to mainstream. Gotcha. So mainstream news, I think, yeah, like you're saying, it's talking points, but mm-hmm. it's also doing re-rolls of similar segments and throwing them back into the mix for either revenue dollars, ad dollars, um, for overhead, and even sponsorships, and just to get, you know, something out there to keep people on the channel. Just like they started doing of like, mm-hmm. you know, don't miss ratings. out after the commercial. You're going to hear the, you know, the deadly assault against, you know, uh, blah, 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 insert sad story here. But then you get, you stay tuned for the whole time. Stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. You stay tuned. And there <laughs> it ends up news. being, yeah, the breaking news <laughs> that you stayed on the channel for two hours for ends up being nothing to the extent of what they made it out to be. It really was like, you know, someone fell out of their chair and accidentally hit their head on something that was like their own fault. But then they just chopped two stories together. But in the segment, Uh in the commercial break, stay tuned. This, you know, this hero saves the day at the local whatever. But then you find out like, no one did anything and nothing happened. That's like, that should be the slogan of local news. No <laughs> one was there and nothing happened. That oh. should be it. Uh, we, we we spoke about this a bit before we uh, began recording. Remember, uh, I think that, or yeah, I think that we're naturally attracted to just bad news. People complain about news that they see on TV, but... Yeah. If the news was filled about if the news was about good news all the time, I don't yeah. think a lot of people would watch it. Well, I I think that's it is in I don't know, a used statement. I I'm not going to say I don't believe that's true, but I'm not going to say I do. I'm kind of halfway. And this is why I am a person who would like to hear more good news. I want to hear good stuff. And yeah. when I do hear about it, it's exciting. Like, Uh um, sometimes there's, um, I don't know, a surgery on a child with, uh, abnormal, uh, birth defect that Mm -hmm. surgeons were able to successfully do the surgery. Right. It's exciting to read about. It's cool. 
Another cool thing that I read uh, this morning was about these, uh, what are they called? Uh, there's some, it's not. Get it out, man. This, this thing is smaller than a millimeter. It's not a parasite. Uh-huh. It's not a bug. It's some, I, I can't remember the actual name. I'll remember in a second. But anyways, we brought this biological it's not a parasite what is it called it's <laughs> like a like a dust mite kind of thing like that okay, okay, type okay. of size right all right and micro size gotcha it's like a micro size little bug thing that okay. i think it was it was some astronauts <laughs> in israel was it israel oh fuck me Long story Sounds short, good, man. Yeah, long story short, what astronauts in some place in the world thought it would be a good idea <laughs> to bring this miniature species into space and on the moon so that they could test to see if life could survive on the moon. The uh, interesting part is, you know, I learned about the species and that this, you know, less than a millimeter biological thing could live for months or years without water and you could actually dehydrate them and then place them somewhere and they could still live that they um um deanimate basically like they're not alive their their head uh i guess extracts into their body as long as they're as well as their legs extract Uh into their body and they preserve their life that way and then somehow maybe it's by getting some source of water or just you know because they're survivalists they end up living and reanimating and so scientists believe that it's more than likely that they will survive on the moon to me that's some interesting shit mm-hmm. um yeah. i think i think i, I think what you're trying to this. say there is you, you, you it's nice to have a balance yeah, it's a good balance because so, I'm like, wow, that's balance. really fucking cool. And I had no idea about that. I learned. I'm educated on it. Maybe not as much as I'd like to because I mm-hmm. couldn't tell you the exact thing. But that brings me to an inter- interesting point of the importance of news versus the scale of how much news we're receiving. And if we're getting such a large quantity of news – to me personally, it almost negates the importance of the news that we're reading. Because in order for it to be important, we have to remember what it was that we read so that we could either do something about a negative thing that is happening to turn mm-hmm. the negative into positive. And if the news is raising awareness, we have to remember it long enough to care about it deeply enough. Mm-hmm. to bring more joy in the world. I think journalism at its core exists to correct wrongs and to hold things accountable. But we can't hold anyone accountable if we don't remember to because we read 99 other things that day and consumed mm-hmm. you know, 10 other sources of um, media that day, whether it be TV shows that we're watching. Netflix is in such competition with um time warner with um with disney with mm-hmm. even hulu everyone's vying for the top spot in media and entertainment mm-hmm. so what they're doing is collecting all this data on what we like right and there's this big thing happening with 
uh, Google and that Trump says that Google is making people anti-Trump. But then when you break it down, people who are searching specific things get results geared more towards their likes, wants, desires, because there's data that's being mined there. So this is similar in how I say we're being attacked almost with media is because it's stealing time from us that we normally wouldn't want to give to those things because yeah. they make it so so challenging to you know say no because you're like oh man i love this show i love what it's about but it ends up you like the show because it's literally about your life sometimes yeah because the writers okay. know what's trending what's going on demographics yeah down to a t yeah you can relate to it yeah um you brought up a good point about um journalism in essence to or in in relation to um the competing for the time with entertainment and how it needs to be uh memorable and what was mm-hmm. the thing you said memorable and what memorable and important important significant yeah. i'd say significant so, so when the internet was introduced, I think that's when the competition really um, exponentially, when it exponentially grew. Mm-hmm. Uh, because before the internet, you had just radio, television, and um, and print, right? Yeah. So print was really big, and now print's dying. Right. Uh, but I think that we have to remember and be realistic with ourselves in the fact that there's a lot going on in the world. And with the internet, there's a even where we have access to even more information too, too much. So, yeah. So, but I don't think it's too much. I think it's, I think it's just a lot and yeah. it's going to be our human, like say human nature to just be pick and choose. Like, just like some people are interested in politics and some people aren't, but, that doesn't matter because no matter your interest or not, politics mm-hmm. will take an interest in you. And I firmly believe that. Uh, so just like with what we're interested in um, around the world, we're, we're going to naturally choose what we want to consume and what we do not want to consume. So yeah, um, I think that journalism uh, in nature, the, it's, it, it's doing a good job of reporting or, or it's, Journalists are still doing a great job in reporting uh, news, information, uh, investigating, all this other stuff. I think that we're just doing a poor job of getting that information out there in our mainstream media because yeah. yeah, because our mainstream media chooses to just uh, reiterate or hit those hot topics over and over again, whatever mm-hmm. that hot topic is. If it's pl- politics and that's what they're doing, they're just – hitting it over and over again. So I think in that case, um, journalism or media is being irresponsible. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're saying, there's a lot of good news happening and a lot of writers who are coming up with very interesting and, and significant material. The problem is sometimes is that it's either not being promoted and, and brought to the top of things or, it's there and it's sensationalized and then for political reasons different networks like fox would say for the migrant crisis in the u.s fox would say that there's an invasion and they are 
you know, killers and they are reckless and they're here to take over the country. So we're not talking anymore about a immigration issue, which would entail talking about why people are leaving South America. Why uh, do they right, want right, 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 to right. go to the U.S. and feel the need that they have to? Instead, we're talking about a problem that we're creating of this crisis when mm -hmm. in reality we've had a relative influx of people trying to seek asylum in the U.S., it's not like it just popped off overnight. Right. This has so been becomes, happening. Depending on what media source picks it yeah. up, it becomes just a political It becomes topic something and, else, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, it for develops. example, if, if a writer – if the first writer to bring the story up, they went to the border, they wrote a great story, got some great pictures, and said, here's my story. It's about immigrants coming from South America. You know, they are facing these adversities in their country. And they want to come to the U.S. for a better life. What that turns into is they're rapists, they're killers, and they are infecting the country. They have disease and yada, yada. So now the media, not news writers, not journalists, not journalism, the media is turning it into something that it wasn't even meant to be in the first place. And this is just an example. I'm not going to talk about that specifically it's just for example to <laughs> yeah, show that's a rabbit hole the, yeah. yeah that's super rabbit hole yeah so it's just to show <laughs> the difference between media and journalists because journalists are doing a great job at writing and reporting but yeah. the way that it's broadcasted is meant to divide people it's meant for people to really claw at each other for a purpose but the thing with journalism its only purpose is to educate inform and let you know what you ought to know about things that have some sort of relevance or significance in what's going on in the world today that you mm -hmm. should know about what you don't right. need to know about is that kim kardashian is going to law school i can't tell you how many people are going to law school in the world right now that's not news <laughs> that's an update on someone's life Right. Oh, Doesn't matter. It's not significant that Kim Kardashian right. is going to law school. But what is news, though, is how recently Asa Brocky was, even though he was released from jail in Sweden, had nothing to do with Kim lobbying President Trump or Kanye lobbying because Sweden's legal system doesn't involve executive branches, nor does it involve ambassadors to any mm -hmm. other country. They have a separate um, judicial system from that for a reason. Um, but th the news there, at least, is that there's lobbying happening from a private citizen, from someone in the entertainment world, from you know a superstar mm -hmm. both like kim kardashian and kanye west and also the same thread and that kim kardashian uh, uh was able to get a woman out of jail or get her her um her sentence um commuted after being in there for many years because she went to president trump and said hey this is the case 
I don't think she should be in there. I think she should commute her sentence. Right. And uh, f- this was during the whole Kanye ranting part mm-hmm. of right. his, you know, crazy lines on TMZ saying that slavery was a choice and getting people really riled up about his comments. And Kanye went on his own media kind of um, campaign. Everyone's saying, is, is Kanye crazy? And then you have BBC articles writing about Kanye's rants. Now Kanye's life is becoming news. And then what happened after, this is almost like Jay-Z's and Beyonce's last three albums, their saga leading up to their last tour of Uh them coming together after Lemonade and after 444 for Jay-Z, right? So just follow this thread. So Kanye says crazy shit. BBC reports on Kanye saying crazy shit, even though he's always said crazy shit to sell tickets and sell albums. And then Kim Kardashian is lobbying the president of the United States to get a woman out of prison. And then we hear in the news, also in BBC, that Kim Kardashian is going to law school, that she's being taught by some senior executives at law firms, and she's basically being homeschooled by the best. Mm -hmm. And now we're hearing her more and more again with this ASAP Rocky trial. So the media has created a person and person's lives itself to be news their life in essence is news now that doesn't that shouldn't be happening because it's not significant but to close this out what my rant at least which is (laughs) ironic because kind (laughs) of does this whole rant. the the thing that i would be interested in reading about is a an expert a political expert to have an analysis of the significance of how two people, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, along with President Trump, and how they are all so kind of unaccountable and outrageous and wild cards, and how such powerful people could come together and create this controversy and how that affects the status of diplomacy across the globe and for stability in the United States. That would be a very interesting article for me to read. What is not interesting is that Kim Kardashian is going to law school. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between journalism and the media. Yeah, that's and what's unfortunate is that people that are listening, you that are listening, you may even disagree with what Kevin just said. <laughs> Like people, it's undeniable, man. And according to analytics, data that they've compiled, people are interested in things that should not be on media, should not be reported, right? Um, and let's not forget, we're, we're sitting here talking about quality of information and uh, journalists going out there doing the good work, uh, providing us or covering great, or great stories, uh, verifying information, it is still a dangerous profession across the world. Just last week, there were three journalists killed in Mexico. Um, there's over 250, according to United Nations report and UNESCO, there's uh, over 250 journalists detained around the world. Um, in war zones, journalists are getting killed, detained. Um, in the Philippines... There's journalists being uh, pointed out by 
the government silencing them. So you're having an issue with press freedom. And same thing is somewhat happening in the U.S., not uh, on the same scale as recently with like- the guy who is, yeah, the Trump supporter is sending bombs through the mail to Democratic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is in 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 some cases, because I'm a firm believer in asking a dumb question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's there there for me. This is personal personal opinion. Asterisk asterisk mark. I believe in dumb questions. You ask me a stupid question, I'm gonna laugh at you and say that was a stupid question. Don't ask me it again. Mm. Um. So if if I'm in the press, right and I ask a stupid question and the person I'm asking this stupid question to recognizes that it's a stupid question. Well, I hope that he makes fun of me or she makes fun of me because I asked a stupid question. Uh, there, mm. as a, as a journalist, like we're just pointing out, there's, you have a responsibility and that's to, uh, verify information or gain information and create your good story, great story. But that doesn't mean you go out there and, you prod in such a way that would create controversy. Like you're doing it for the quote unquote Instagram likes. So you're doing it for the likes, Mm. right? Um, But yeah, there's just recently, uh, and he was on um, Joe Rogan's podcast, Andy, no, uh, no being a last, no being a Vietnamese last name. He was a journalist uh, covering the Antifa uh, protests. So the protests that were occurring in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, he was attacked <laughs> by people in mask, a mob, uh, a, a masked mob. And by that's Antifa crazy. Members. And, and, and that's crazy. That's it. That's occurring in America, right? That people are putting on mask and beating other people up because of their, uh, coverage on what's actually happening. And this is so like, this, this is Antifa members beating up a reporter who's reporting on an Antifa event basically. Yeah, let me let me make sure that we word it correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's confrontations with Antifa. So uh liberal illiberal reactions to college freedoms. Uh Yep. And as far as asking the stupid questions, is this from the reporter getting his press pass revoked for that period of time, or is this something else? Uh, no, this is just in general. In general. I, this, it's, yeah, just a general statement. Because um, who was that? Was that guy the one that you're referring to? I can't remember. Was he from CNN? I believe so. I can't remember his name off the yeah. top of my head, but yeah, and he got yeah. I'm not referring. I'm just referring to in general. Uh, because I don't, I actually don't know much about that incident. So Jim, was it Jim Acosta? I think it was Acosta. Yeah, Acosta does sound familiar, hundred um, percent. Yeah, but I, I think with with that point is what I'll take from it is there's some sort of responsibility to your profession, and I think what you're getting at is that there are to an extent in a, a significant amount of journalists are getting caught up in what they think they should be doing rather than what they're there to, to do. be yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah. Because they're getting caught in this machine of, you know, I need to pump words out 
and I need to get likes, like BuzzFeed. So BuzzFeed oh, got around. Clickbait. <laughs> yeah, the the problem is BuzzFeed does have some really great articles and some good writers. Yes. But what I found is in order for them to get those stories out, they had to do those articles of five facts you didn't know yesterday, 10, you know, 10 cute dogs of the week, nine great destinations for your anniversary, whatever. They had to do those stories so that they could get advertisement dollars and revenue so that they could maintain their actual news sections, which is unfortunate. So sometimes yeah, we like we put ourselves in this scenario where we've created a business model mm -hmm. around journalism because it's putting a timestamp or it's putting a deadline on a story that involves real people, their lives and mm -hmm. events that may not have happened yet. So it's setting news writers up for failure so that they're unable to do their jobs. And when they fail to meet a deadline, it almost says that this section of the news is underperforming. So therefore we need to cut it for cost effectiveness, but there's no cost effective effectiveness in news writing. News writing should exist for the sake of the job it's meant to do. And that's the unfortunate part is that we end up knowing less because of the price we put on the expediency of information. Because we get caught up, like you're saying before, I think we've gotten to a point where it's no longer a journalism issue, it's a technological issue. And how we're seeing now the effects of technology on a civil society, on a first world nation, because we're able to analyze everything, we're able to we're able to compile all this data and then compare instead of uh, the long form of waiting. So uh, going out and surveying and like all this, all all, all the ways of measurements are doing it quicker. correctly. What you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just and we're able to say, okay, well, this is what people are inherently interested in. So let's let's yeah. let's lean. 90% this way and give them 10% of just randomness or 10% of just... I think a good example for this is, and I don't I don't intend to get political. It's just the first thing that comes to my mind that uh -huh. goes with what you're saying. So during this campaign race in the US, because I understand our, our listeners are also in the Philippines and Japan. Shout out to you guys. We had some listeners and readers in, in Italy I'm pretty sure I know shout who out. you are. People <laughs> all over. Shout um, out, shout out. Shout out. I think. Yo, we Adrianus. had a random one in Sweden, right? One Sweden one? I know someone in Sweden. I know someone in Italy. And I know someone in France. So I'm pretty sure I know who you guys are. So thank you very much, ladies. <laughs> um, and I, I know we got. I think Avian old boy is in UAE right now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we've been getting a read from the UAE. What's up? Hey. What's up, dog? Hey, you, you want to put your splib in or what? We, we still good for splib? <laughs> Yo. hey, he's he's trying got... to go to Tokyo with us, bro. <laughs> hey, we're yeah. we going to make the Tokyo trip. Let's hey, go to Tokyo already. We got to do it. We got to try. <laughs> but um, so now with this um, political campaign, um, Trump, has been trying to figure out his likelihood of beating whichever candidate. 
And the poll came out that he's trailing behind Joe Biden in battleground states. So uh-huh. what Trump did, he fired his staffers, his poll staffers, <laughs> because he didn't like the numbers. So he hired people to get him stats that he wanted to get. So, yeah, it comes down to, like, the scientific method and actual research and collecting data and and respecting data. You can't just fire people because they didn't give you an answer you didn't like it's not well, how i mean you can work. you can't you can you, you can <laughs> just you shouldn't yeah, you, you should shouldn't. not yes and if you do it just doesn't make sense and it doesn't yes. change anything but that's what's happening on a larger scale in the u.s and like people have been saying whether you like president trump or not and if he if you're not in the u.s he's just donald but for us he's president trump if you don't like him he's still doing a great job at what he wants to achieve flat out he wants to be the president he did that he wants to be re- reelected he's doing what he has to so uh-huh. he could do that you could dislike the guy all you want mm-hmm. but he got billions of dollars worth of free coverage in the media by playing the games that he plays the problem is we play into them mm-hmm. the we, secondary we do problem we do for free yeah the secondary problem is we don't have enough information or education to know that we are a part of a larger game, mm-hmm. that we are being surveyed, we are being researched, we uh-huh. are being experimented with, Ooh. right? But then we get divided in uh-huh. saying, I hate you. No, I hate you. Why? Because you hate me. So therefore, I have to hate you. Uh-huh. And so we're picking spirals. sides instead of being able to just come to a instead of being able to meet at a common ground like okay you know yeah. what I can I can hear you out because you heard me out. Right. So we're getting so sucked what, into this uh polarization of sorts. Yeah. What this looks like is people ex- extremely educated people will argue more times than not on Facebook. And what you'll see is well I have a PhD in international relations and political science and you're just a dumb whatever from x state so therefore you know where are you getting your stats from because i have you wow. know yeah blah 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 and blah and i'm that. so smart you shouldn't do that so right so the person on the other side is well just because it doesn't make me dumb just because my dad or my family didn't have enough money to put me through a good school so you're just you know the smartest in the world and you think you're so great. So now this person is more, you know, charged against this uh-huh. political elite or this elitist right. person and they don't feel inclined to it, to educate themselves or to be more informed because the more they inform themselves about a political issue, personally, mm-hmm. it seems like that person would feel like they're losing some sort of pride because mm-hmm. their motivation to do so would be to help that elitist person. So they feel like they lose something of themselves to benefit someone who doesn't like them. So I think each side attacks each other saying, well, you think you're just so smart. And the other person saying, well, you are just too dumb to understand. Mm-hmm. So it 
it makes the middle ground disappear. So the more they attack each other, the farther away they get. Mm -hmm. And the more they try to come together, the more hatred kind of lives it's, in that yeah, middle state. Right. Yeah, it's fueled because they, their intent isn't there to get past it. Their intent is to prove each other wrong, but they never mm -hmm. will because they're both right. Mm -hmm. They're both right in the sense that they're both humans who have unique experiences, mm -hmm. unique opinions, and unique perspectives. And you're so allowed my, to have those. You're allowed to have those, right. But my perspective won't, or my experiences won't fit in your frame of point of view because yeah. you have not lived through my experiences. So you could not see how your point of view would not make sense with my experiences and vice versa. So it's impossible sometimes. But what has to happen is I hear you. I understand. How could we get to a point that's agreeable to both of us? Exactly. You just, you, oh, man, where you said we're being experimented, experimented on. Uh, what is it? I watched the the documentary on the the Cambridge Analytica. It's called The Great Hack on Netflix. Really good, by the way. And uh, what technology is doing to us? And this is proof that we already we're already aware of this. If you've uh, done your research on the Cambridge uh, Analytica and um, then finding out if Russia had involvement in our elections and yada 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 that whole spiel. We are all and based on it's because it's based on algorithms on all our social media on anything that we do uh, with our phone with technology. Um, we are all living in our own realities. And this mm -hmm. is we, we cannot run away from this because it's based on algorithms. So it's based on what is your trend? What are you liking? What are you disliking? What are you speaking about? What are you not speaking about? And we are our data our, our data is being tracked it's being it's being stored and, and it's everyone, not disappearing right and everyone has access to us access or all anyone can have access yeah. to it if they know the proper avenue or the right means to go and about money. this so so what so what we have to do and what we're expecting from let's say quote unquote journalist or media we're we have to verify the information that we're consuming mm -hmm. one and two, we have to be wary of um, media or uh, information to be, to be uh, disingenuous or misleading. So not I think only do three we is we have to want to do those things, which ends up being the problem. Yeah. Some people are people satisfied with bad yeah. information. Yeah. Uh -huh. Cause it aligns with what, what they believe. They, you're right. Uh huh. So it, that's a that's a that's a framing a personal framing issue. Uh, so I think there's a huge problem with media in the sense that they uh, do a lot of agenda setting and frame things uh, disproportionately in order yeah. to fit their criteria or their agenda, per se. So there's there's an interesting study that I I put in a paper of mine recently that uh -huh. stated that a more informed person on a topic is so for instance if i am more educated about say police brutality in the u.s as a specific topic the more likely i am to be biased towards one side or not regardless of the data behind either or because there uh -huh. there are facts and then there's interpretation 
Mm-hmm. But what this what the research showed is that a more educated person will stick to those interpretations rather than the facts. Like they cherry pick what they want to hear <laughs> and they will seek out avenues and um, news or whatever media uh-huh. sources. That's where I was looking for sources. The more they will seek out these sources that do align with them because they know they will confirm their biases. Right. I don't why? know why. Why, why, can't do be more, why can't more people be like me and just be skeptic of everything all the time? No, that's, that's stressful, man. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's apply critical thinking here since I'm supposed to apply critical thinking anyways. All right, you I know think what? Honestly, I, I, I disagree. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like what they said. So let's find out why they said what they said. Yeah. I, I used to be very much that way, but I know it's easy to turn people off by being that way because then it's like, why, why you always got to question everything, man? Just like, just be yes, man, for a second. Just be like, yeah, word. Cool, cool, cool. But then when you're skeptical, it's like you're skeptical for a good reason because there's a lot of farce happening in the world. There's a lot of bullshit being tossed around, right? Uh-huh. So it's easy. It's not it's easy. It's dangerous, to be like, man. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous. very dangerous. Yeah. So sometimes it takes some restraint and good judgment Mm -hmm. to kind of respectfully be like hey man you know where'd you where'd you hear that from sounds in sounds really interesting but where'd you hear that from dog (laughs) but i like where you're coming from but just what are your sources uh i have you read some of this yeah um yeah man i i think ultimately it's our responsibility and sometimes we get lazy so then we have to rely on media because media makes it easy and it's able we're able to uh fit media into whatever political uh belief that we have or ideology or whatever side we're choosing so Mm -hmm. then it goes back to journalists like i hope that you just you're out there and you're continuing to report uh good trash and stuff like stuff that because there's there's all kinds of stuff happening where protests war crime uh like in hong kong yeah hong kong that's ongoing and now the chinese has military in hong kong on standby that's nuts that's crazy. Nuts. But it's not really – it is kind of mainstream, but the history is in there. And I think that's the most important part is that uh, people are easy to turn off stories like that because they just can't conceptualize what is happening and why. Because a lot of people don't know that Hong Kong isn't part of the Chinese government, that they are independent yeah, That they're from still China. autonomous, yeah. They're still autonomous. A lot of people say, really? What? The same thing as like Okinawa. They Mm -hmm. were independent for a while until after World War II. And the U.S. gave Okinawa back to Japan. Uh And they're like, what? Don't do that. Like, we're not Japanese. And we're like, of course you are. You speak Japanese. You're You're like, we're Okinawan. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, well, look at Hawaii. Like, Hawaiians don't see themselves as Americans. They see themselves as Hawaiian. Yeah. Pretty similar. So, yeah. But my point is there's a lot of history and and rich history there that has to tie this story in. But it's the journalist's responsibility to To embed the history in the story to contextualize it. So even if I read some stuff going on in Hong Kong, me who's been interested in, you know, political science with international affairs, journalism, communications, this sort of thing, Mm -hmm. I even get lost in that story there because i'm like wait what why is this happening when did this start wait this was hundreds of years ago 
what the fuck is going on? Technology? Wait, who's being extradited? Why? And then there's all these things. So I think it just takes a very, you know, it takes an expert writer to write in a responsible way to get mm-hmm. an important story to the public in a responsible and meaningful way, given the context, given, you know, all these layers. But I, I think all sometimes media companies don't care too much about sending experts out in the field because they don't necessarily care if it's done in the right way, as long as it's going to be sensational. If it can be sensationalized, if they can mm. get great pictures and they're just going to spin it. Right. I'm, I'm hmm. hoping that journalists continue good work and they paint us a nice, beautiful picture because I like, like reading the... quality yeah. work that basically gives me just a, a nice b- backdrop and then also informs me on on things that are happening around the world because for me like i've always i've always thought that being informed is a responsibility just as being politically involved is a responsibility it's a social responsibility and uh, we've gotten so far sucked into entertainment that we've allowed our news to become quote unquote entertainment a source of entertainment as well you know what i like what you like i like turtles that's what I like. <laughs> yo hashtag hashtag i like turtles yo. um yo, yeah man that's good man. i we've we've definitely hit it on the head man hit the nail with the hammer we hit it on the head yo did it yeah, again good stuff man but yeah man episode 10 we're headed straight into 11 it's gonna be out here in two weeks and again our apologies my apologies for this getting out a week late we know this should have been out last saturday but hey life goes on you know what i'm saying hey we're growing we're figuring it out we're doing it and uh, we're gonna continue getting better and getting the best type of stuff out there for you to consume but the good stuff the responsible stuff and we're gonna put it in context it's gonna be great um i appreciate all of you thank you for sticking with us for listening for sharing for being part of the community i appreciate you hey appreciate you mic check we out